How many people do you know who struggle with their health? Chances are, whether they show it or not, most of the people in your life do. And chances are, you're one of them. Whether you're dealing with anxiety, depression, endometriosis, acne, eczema, autoimmune, thyroid, Lyme, brain fog, fatigue, or any other symptom or condition, you're far from alone. Living with symptoms has become the new normal. So no more guessing games. It's time to get answers. Welcome to the Medical Medium Podcast. I'm Anthony William. We're talking about the brain. Everybody's trying to save something. Everybody wants to save the wildlife. Everybody wants to save a shoebox, a cardboard box. People don't like throwing things away and people don't like wasting things. Save that shoestring for a rainy day. Save those pennies in a jar. You're gonna need them sometime. We all try to save stuff and it builds up and it builds up. Next thing you know it, closets are filled. Everything's filled up, your car's filled up, house is filled up, everywhere, stuff everywhere. And we're saving and saving and saving. But guess what? There's something we're not really trying to save out there. Well, I stand corrected. They think they're trying to save it, but they're doing everything wrong. Get ready, strap yourself in, fasten the seatbelts, because we're going on a brain saver ride. I know it's never easy packing up my stuff and moving to another apartment. Yeah, can you, can you grab that? Yeah, I just got Don't throw that out. Don't throw that out. That's an old mustard jar. I'm keeping that. Yeah, don't throw that out. Th that's a Rubik's Cube. I've had that forever. Just, just put that over in the corner. I don't want to throw that out either. Are you trying to throw out all my stuff? Hot. What's on that paper? That's just old chewing gum. I stuck it there as a reminder. Yeah, I didn't want to throw it out. It's like you can take old chewing gum and just use it and press it onto things and just it reminds you like stuff. Just don't throw that out. Yeah, ketchup packets, leave them. God. I, no, those shoes I wore eight years ago. I might wear them again. Yeah. Eight years ago, I used to I used to run in those shoes. Just save them. They smell. So what? Like whose shoes doesn't smell? All right. Yeah, I, you know, I'm getting like thirsty. I'm getting hungry. Just packing all this stuff up and saving all this stuff is just so stressful. Yeah, organizing all this. I need something. I need something. Caffeine. I need. I need a, a hit. I need something. I don't know cannabis. I need something right now. Let me just have a piece of chocolate. Maybe I'll smoke something in a minute. And huh? Kombucha tea? Yeah. Just get one out of the fridge for me too. Sure. And maybe. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm. I'm. All right. Okay. I feel a little better. Grab me that beer. Yeah. Okay. I just want to save all this stuff here. I think I got to order a cheeseburger. Hey, wait a minute. Where are you going? You're not going to help me anymore? You're going on a hike? Oh, can I come? You've been preparing for this your whole life. Every guidebook you could find, every story, every piece of common wisdom, 
every social media video about other people's journeys, you've studied them all, knowing the time would come for you someday to get out into the fresh air, saturate yourself in nature, and pursue your own dream hike. Now all that's left is to pack your knapsack for the day with the items you've been told are the essentials. Map and compass? Check. Water? Check. Protein bars? Check. Hat? Check. Phone? Check. Sunglasses? ID? First aid kit? Check, check, check. Spare clothing? Some money in case of an emergency. Your house keys, your car keys, for when you return, check, check. Each item is nestled in a special place in your hiking pack. You know it's not going to be a breeze. The fresh springs may be running dry out there because there's a drought. There's steep boulders, tricky passes they await. You've heard of people getting hurt up there or worse. You've heard that one tragic story of the hiker who never came back. Still, you're sure you'll be okay. You're prepared. And the vistas, once you've reached the top, it'll put everything into perspective. It'll be all worth it. This is your time. This is your time to take the trail you've always dreamed of hiking. You get to your destination. You begin You're starting to walk. The brush crunches underfoot as you take your first steps onto the trail. The smell of the moss hits your nose as you take your first deep breath in. And birds, they're flying everywhere. They burst into melody to announce your arrival. At first, you're lost in just reverie. It's everything you imagined. You feel an adrenaline surge, almost nervousness, but it turns into excitement. You're so determined to reach the top that you don't make any stops along the way. It's one foot in front of the other, one small challenge after another, each of them surmountable, each of them giving you a sense of accomplishment. You're not worried that it's getting hot. You're not worried about the flush you feel in your cheeks or your strained breath because you know you're getting closer to a rest area where you'll be able to dip into your provisions when you really need them. At last, you reach a small plateau. The trees, they're getting sparse now, and so are the trail markers. So you pause for a moment to check the map. Problem is, there's nothing in the front pocket of your knapsack where you are positive you stuck your map and compass. But all you find is an old dry cleaning receipt. The map and compass must have fallen out. Well, you reason a bit. If I keep going upward, I have to get there. After a half mile of wandering, you're officially... Lost. You drop to your knees. You're desperate for a drink of water after hours of single-minded determination to reach the spot on the trail you've seen in so many pictures on social media. You can feel it's getting hotter 
it was 90 degrees by your car's thermometer when you left the trail parking lot hours ago. And even at this higher altitude, you know it's climbed way past that. You reach for the side pocket of your knapsack, and your fingers don't find your water bottle there. Your heart drops into your stomach. Instead of your water bottle, you find only a bubblegum wrapper. You swing your pack around to check if the bottle has simply jostled out of place. And you see plainly now that just like your map, your water bottle's not there. You start to panic. Then you try to calm yourself down with positive thoughts. You tell yourself, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm going to be all right, right? Yeah, I'm going to be okay. And then your muscles start to twitch. You tell yourself, at least I have my snacks. I remember packing them this morning. But when you unzip that compartment, your snacks and food are missing. The protein bars, they're not there. All that's there is a paperclip. You ask yourself, why is a paperclip in here? And then you vaguely remember that you had a bunch of old paperclips in the sack years ago. It's getting hotter outside. At least I can shade myself with my hat while I call for help. But you realize your hat and phone aren't in your backpack either. Instead, you find a pen cap and an old sticky note from three years ago with notes that no longer make sense. Your anxiety starts to rise. You start tearing through your backpack, looking for something, anything, something to help you. You frantically unzip every zipper, peer into every corner. You even shake out your backpack, and still, nothing useful appears. Sunglasses, identification, first aid kit spare clothing, even your cash and your keys. Everything you so studiously thought to include is gone. The only items that shake out onto the ground are a penny, a nickel, an empty lip balm tube, an old name tag, a straw wrapper, and a tiny used battery. Your entire knapsack is dead empty. Nothing in there. There's nothing to support you in your time of need right now. What's your next move? Wait it out up here, where there's barely a scrap of protection from the fierce sun, and hope maybe another hiker comes along and offers you help before it's too late? Or do you venture back down? You're not sure how far your legs will carry you, and you're not even certain how to find the way you came. Parched and dizzy now, you know neither option is a sure bet. It's an impossible choice. In the moment, all you know is that you're stranded and you're in a crisis. I got nothing to drink up here, and I'm just getting hotter. I was so into the nature, and now I just want to get home back to my car. I don't even have my car keys. I got to figure out how I'm going to get down. Oh, my God. Um, I, I have to just 
I have to just tell myself it's going to be okay. Um, can somebody tell that hawk to be quiet right now? I'm trying to think about how I'm going to get back. I thought I was so prepared. I had everything figured out, but I grabbed the wrong pack. I wasn't prepared. I mean, I've been trained in this stuff. Like, I've gone on hikes before. This doesn't make any sense. I'm always prepared. This is our own survival story in everyday life. Navigating trendy brain traps and trying to find help for our neurological, emotional, mental, and other brain-related symptoms and conditions that develop sooner or later. We can become just as stranded as a hiker who is lost, alone, and exposed, with no provisions, in the sun-baked wilderness. This is how bad it can get. This is how imperiled we can become in life if we don't learn the truth about how to save our brains. Empty answers. Just like in that metaphorical nightmare hike, it's easy to think we're preparing well for life. Some of us know there are real and scary threats out there. Alzheimer's, brain tumors, the next plague. That's just to name a few. And so we fill our heads with neuroscience studies and telomere gene theories and anti-aging trends and cognitive hacks and cautionary tales about too much sugar and a lack of protein. We pack away the brain trivia like we pack away our map, our food, our water, thinking we're arming ourselves with essential health knowledge about how best to care for our brains and our minds. We think all that we learned will save us. We think it will be there when we need it as we climb our own mountains in life, that is, as we pursue our dreams and our purpose. What happens when we do need answers for our brains, when we do need answers for our nerves and even our mental health? What happens if we develop brain fog or depression or depersonalization, anxiety, or migraines, maybe OCD or vertigo, or maybe when a loved one just stops acting like themselves because something's wrong. The brain health trivia we picked up along the way that we thought would be brain answers turn out to instead be misinformation, mistakes, false leads, useless paid-for studies, inconclusive theories, marketing traps and health pyramid schemes, multi-level marketing pushes, and catchy, unhelpful sound bites from social media and podcasts. Instead of a knapsack full of all the tools we thought would keep us strong or even save our life, the knowledge we thought we were packing away turns out to be as useful as an old receipt, a used battery, or an indecipherable sticky note. Instead, we find ourselves sick and disoriented, far from home, the sun beating down on us, and nothing to support us. Instead of the beautiful scenic journey we thought life would be, our path becomes one endless trek of desperate visits to doctor's offices, hoping we don't fall off a cliff in the process. Specialists, neurologists, functional medicine doctors, Psychiatrists, we ask them all for the real answers. And as we leave yet another specialist's office, still suffering with our OCD, anxiety, depression, head pain, 
blurry vision, or tics and spasms, we learn that even the experts' own knapsack supplies are only as helpful as old gum wrappers and pen caps. Yeah, I mean, this is like my 10th or 11th specialist. I heard a lot of good things about this guy, though. Yeah, I've been to like all kinds of people. I know, functional guys, uh, internists, specialists. Yeah, he's coming here right now. I, I want to see what he has to say. I'm not feeling good today. How are you? Oh, you look rather good. I get all your stats and all your profiles here. We did 45 vials of blood. Yeah, I found all kinds of things. Here, look, I have your apple cider vinegar gummies. I have your probiotic. I have another probiotic here, too. This one you take before. This one you take after your meal. I have, ooh, omega-3s. Your brain needs the omega-3s. I've been thinking, though, that you're lacking protein. I'm looking at the, the numbers here, and I think you're lacking protein and some fats for your brain. I know. I know. Here, I, I have something else here for you, too. This is a prebiotic here. Oh, vitamin D. You gotta have your vitamin D. Oh, yes. I have a high dosage of vitamin D for you right here. Oh, you tried that already? Oh, have you tried this, though? A microbiome packet. You take the microbiome packet in the morning. You take the microbiome packet in the evening. Oh, oh no, all of our people get better here. Oh, parasites? Yes, I found some parasites in you. Oh, yeah, lots of parasites inside your belly. Oh, ho, 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 ho. those parasites are going to like the microbiome packet. And all the fats that I want you to do. Ooh, and the protein, too. Oh, alcohol? No, stay away from alcohol. Yes, don't drink so much. Don't, 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 don't be careful. Okay, see you tomorrow. We're diving into the Brain Saver books, minus the halftime show right there and the skits. The two massive Brain Saver books were released today. They were supposed to be one book, but you couldn't publish it or print it. It was just too big. But we're diving into the Brain Saver books, and we're just scratching the surface. So let's keep on going. Remember that hike we went on earlier? Let's go on another version of that hike. As you drive to your destination where you're going to take your hike, you're drinking coffee with butter or MCT oil in it to give yourself a boost. You arrive. You park your car at the trailhead and begin. You're confident that you're fully prepared for what's going to be a great day. As you start to hike, it's hotter than you realized. You heard there would be a lot more shade on the trails, so you keep walking, thinking it will get better. You're two hours in on the hiking trail. You've had nearly constant exposure to the sun. You're parched. That's okay. When you finally stop, you'll dip into your high-tech provisions including your fancy bottle of kombucha. Another hour goes by. You're not feeling so well. So when you finally find a scrap of shade, you decide to nest there for a little while. Although, you're overheated now, and you're starting to get dizzy. Before you even open your knapsack, you feel relief thinking about what you have inside. Ah, you're thinking so much good things in here. You were taught so well about rations to pack. 
He read up beforehand on all the latest literature about protein and healthy fats for endurance. And then you start to paw through your pack for something to revive you. Your fingers land on a nut bar with some cacao nibs. You stop just short of opening the package. It seems too dense for what you need right now. So you pull out the next item, cubes of chicken. You cut them up yourself. While your mind tells you it would make a great lunch, you're a little too queasy to try it right now. Next, you find your plastic container of bone broth. That'll do the trick. But the thought of that slick of fatty bone broth doesn't quite sit right. So instead, you reach for the item settled in the bottom of your backpack. What you know you really need. Your bottle of kombucha tea. You pop open the cap and take a sip. Something about it doesn't seem as refreshing as you expected. You remember times as a kid, taking a hike with family, when you reached such a state of thirst that you felt like you were crawling from the desert and how being handed a nice big bottle of spring water would bring you back to life. And then you remember playing in the backyard with your friends on a really hot day and how everyone would gather around the hose for that perfect refreshment of that stream of pure water. Another memory comes to mind. You remember a soccer game in high school on a blazing hot afternoon when no one could wait to get to that water fountain for that cool jet of water. But today, it's not the same experience. When you open the top of your kombucha bottle, you got a whiff of that off-smelling liquid, a bubbly, fermented, acidy, slightly slimy liquid fills your mouth. As hyped up kombucha has been, it isn't giving you that relief you need. Instead, it's even dehydrating you further. In this 105 degree heat index, you're withering away by the minute. You need to get home. I just wish I packed like some water. It's 100 degrees. Ah, man. This kombucha tea, it just tastes like piss. Ugh. I'm gonna have another sip. I'm just getting hotter. I mean, do they even know this stuff? Like, is it hydrating? It doesn't feel hydrating in the body. But everybody drinks it. But everybody's not on top of a mountain right now in 107 degree heat. Uh, I think I should have packed something else. All this stuff is supposed to be helping my brain, I thought. Let me try this bone broth again. Let me see. Let me get it out. Okay. Let me have some. Ugh, it's like a fat slick. It's heavy, too. It's heavy on my stomach. I'm feeling kind of nauseous. I need, I need like a watermelon. But... Everybody's telling me stay away from sugar. I don't, I just need, oh my God, I need something like, uh, I drank some water earlier today. There wasn't enough. Let me just look at this cacao bar, this cacao nib bar. Let me open it up, package up, and let's see here. Oh, oh. I just don't want a nut bar right now, a protein bar. 
I need something different than this, much different. This is not helping my brain. Little do we know that by following popular opinion on feeding the brain, we lead ourselves down a risky path. Taking along a knapsack full of the latest trendy foods for the brain is not so different from that knapsack turning out to be completely empty. When your brain reaches a state of strain, it becomes clearer what it really needs, and an influx of fats and dehydrating beverages isn't it. Let's look at it this way. To begin with, say you'd already been on a high-fat, low-sugar diet for months, which meant that you hadn't been getting hydration from juicy fruits or coconut water, and that instead you've been drinking dehydrating coffee kombucha, matcha beverages. No one had told you to drink 32 ounces of water with fresh squeezed lemon every morning for electrolytes, hydration, and a little glucose. And while you'd been periodically trying green juices, they weren't cucumber or celery-based, so they weren't optimal for hydration. And most likely, they were juices from the store that were HPP, high-pressure pasteurized or high-pressure processed, and then eating high levels of fat, which were likely from foods advertised as high-protein, thickened up your blood substantially, slowly causing parts of your brain to become critically dehydrated without your awareness. Then on the way to that hike, you drank your coffee with butter or MCT oil, or you drank matcha or black tea with oat milk, soy milk, nut milk, or cow's milk, with no idea that your beverage created substantial dehydration that morning, making your bloodstream even thicker with fat before you even started your hike. By the time you've been hiking for three hours, you had no hydration reserves left to cool your brain or your body. If something else had been in your bag, you would have been a lot better off. Coconut water, say, or even pure regular water, half a melon, that alone would sustain a hiker and keep them hydrated enough even after months of a dehydrating diet. Maybe a big juicy Fuji apple would have been life-saving in that critical moment of need. It could have staved off the beginnings of hyperthermia how about juicy mango or cantaloupe slices, which contain living water and glucose? That's what you need for the long haul. So many different options. We're taught the opposite, that for endurance, whether to get through a physical challenge or a long day of errands or work, we need fat and protein, not carbs. We're taught that the liver gets damaged by sugar, yet thrives on fat that the brain goes haywire on sugar and needs fat to function. Only when it's too late do we find out that it was empty misinformation. Your survival depends on what reserves you have. How hydrated were you before this hike? At the same time, how thick was your blood? How much fat was in your bloodstream? How deficient were you in glucose? How deficient were you in trace mineral salts inside your brain? Brain reserves are going to decide your timeline in getting home, or if you're going to get home at all. Brain reserves are going to decide the condition you're in 
when you get out of the weeds. I'm up here. I'm lost. I don't have the right provisions. The countdown is on. How much time do I have? What determines how much time I have? What determines if I make it out of here versus someone else? We should also be asking, how many toxic heavy metals do I have in my brain that require more electrolytes for functioning if I'm someone who already has ADHD or bouts of anxiety? Or am I somebody who already has mild neurological symptoms yet is completely unaware that's a brain issue? It's not so much, am I out of shape? How much muscle do I have? That's not always the determination of how long you're going to last. You can be a wiry person with not a lot of bulk and muscle and yet have more reserves in your brain to hold out longer and function longer in the heat of life without provisions. What your brain really needs is the next section of the Medical Medium Brain Saver books. Check them both out, Brain Saver and Medical Medium Brain Saver Protocols. They're out now. Oh my God. Oh dear Lord, I can see my car. I made it. I'm not gonna die in the woods. Oh, oh phew. All right, I gotta get something to drink. All the stupid crap I brought with me. Oh, next time I go on a hike, I'm never going on a hike again unless I bring the right things. Next time I go on a hike, I'm bringing like the right stuff. I almost died up there. Oh, okay, I'm gonna pull in over here. I'm gonna get something now. So many struggle with their brain, it makes life uneasy with each passing day. The hacks out there are out of whack, but yet money behind them keeps bringing them back. Never-ending disappointments, no matter what health pro says what, or sir, ma'am, maybe it's that. The industry tries to stable us with drugs that enable or disable us until your brain levels out just enough putting you back into life's game while they tell you now you're more than half sane. But this whole time, you were never crazy. The truth is, when it comes to chronic illness, the medical industry has always been lazy. You don't find out until it's too late. You're marooned and vulnerable. Maybe you never find out. Your body starts to deteriorate your liver gives out, your kidneys go, or you have a stroke or an early heart attack before you even get a chance to reach for the brain knowledge you were sure would be there when you needed it. You never realize that your health crisis was because your whole body paid the price for a world that's utterly confused about how to protect the brain. Let's change that. In the Brain Saver books, You'll come to know your brain like never before. Just what is contaminating, damaging, injuring, impeding, depriving, burning out, and limiting our neurons. How does it get there? And how does that explain our individual experiences and struggles? Just what is inflaming, scarring, and atrophying our brains? And how does that threaten our well-being? It will all become clear 
as we take a closer look inside the brain and nervous system. With this knowledge, you can find relief like never before. Original published medical medium information gets stolen and poached by podcast doctors, social media doctors, influencers, and medical clinics. Medical medium information has never yet been proven wrong by medical science and research. Instead, the opposite, only proven right and then taken from medical medium published material and used in the conventional and alternative health communities. Medical medium information continually sets the stage for medical science to understand chronic illness better. If you choose to share or use the original, unique content from the medical medium podcast, books, or medical medium social media, please cite where this information comes from so others who see and learn of this information have a chance to know where it all originates, to give them an opportunity to heal so they don't end up losing years of their life searching for answers like so many have before them. The medical medium information here on this podcast doesn't come from broken science, interest groups, medical funding with strings attached, botched research, lobbyists, internal kickbacks, persuaded belief systems, private panels of influencers, health field payoffs, trendy traps, or gathered bits and pieces of gimmicky confusion. Because chronic illness is exploding like never before in our modern day history, it takes a greater force than us down here. It takes a helping hand from above. Medical medium information has street cred. It's an organic movement of countless people around the world healing. More healing stories of real people not being paid to tell their life-changing experiences of rising out of the ashes of sickness and entering into the light of full recovery, getting their lives back and finally healing when nothing else in the world of health could move the needle and get them better. The information on this podcast is not man-made. It comes from above, from a higher source. Whatever you believe in, whether God, the universe, the light, or the creator, or if you believe in nothing at all, that we're just floating through space together on this rock. Know that the information you hear on this podcast is separate from all the other noise out there. It comes from a different place, a pure, untampered with, advanced, clean, uncorrupted, original, primary source, a higher source, spirit of compassion.